On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two fintech stocks that have been very, very popular. But unfortunately, due to the correction, the stock price have dropped a nice amount. Is this a buying opportunity? The two stocks we're going to take a look at are SoFi and PaySafe. Like always, we're going to try to understand what they do. We're going to take a look at their fundamentals, and I'm just going to share my overall opinion on them. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream, taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool's stock advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals stock advisors average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year you can visit fool.com slash jose naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now on to today's video All right, so the first stock we're going to take a look at is SoFi. And I believe this is one that has been very, very popular in the investing community lately. SoFi is one of those places that is the one-stop shop for financial needs for a consumer. So they have like SoFi Investing where you can trade IPOs, you can trade stocks, ETFs, and even crypto. They have SoFi Money, which is a cash management account. They also have SoFi Credit Card. And SoFi Credit Card, I think, is pretty cool it's one of their new products and here let's say we're going to see they also have other types of lending programs but within those lending programs if you use sofi's credit card you get some form of unlimited cash back and that cash back you can actually use to pay off some of the loans you might own here in sofi you can also use it to invest so i think that was actually a pretty smart move to hey uh, it makes consumers want to use some of their other products. Some of the lo- lending stuff they have are like um, student loan refinings. They have private student loans. They have personal loans, home loans as well. You can even check your credit score via SoFi. You have insurance of small business financing. If you, you can get your PPP loan through SoFi and even auto loan refinance. So pretty much everything you or I need for a regular, uh, as a regular consumer we can use through SoFi and like the greatest thing about it is it's all in one platform. So for those that don't know, SoFi is currently traded as an ticker IPOE. At the time of this video, the stock is at $17.14. So it's about 70% up from its nominal value. But the stock price did take a huge jump up in February when everything seemed to be very over a stretch. And from that all time high, the stock is down about 33%. All right, so now that we understand what this company does, uh, let's take a closer look at some of the presentations. One thing that really caught my mind or, or caught my eye was how innovative or how fast they are at producing products, right? In the la- most of the products we saw previously were recently released in the last 24 months, and here they have a timeline. So I think that's pretty impressive and it shows me, hey, management is really pushing here into coming out with new products if the consumer wants it. Right. So the next thing I wanted to take a look at is this company's future growth. In 
2020 was expected to grow its revenue about 38%. In 2021, it's expected 58%. In 2022, 53%. And in 2023, 40%. That's where I'm going to stop, right? I know there's more years from 24, 25. But I, I, that's too far advanced, in my opinion. I think two, three years at most is what a company can really see a, a true definite growth rate. Um, so we can see it is it's growing at crazy levels. If we take a look at adjusted EBITDA, right now the company is not profitable with 2020 ex- expectations. 2021 is expected to be the first year this company is expected is to be adjusted EBITDA profitable, which is great things. And from there, the margins just continues to go up. The final thing I wanted to take a look at was the valuation this company was giving, and it was about $8.6 billion. Now, right now, where the current price is at, it's right now the market cap is about $15, $15 billion. And now I want to take a look at the price to sales ratio based on 2022 expected revenue. That price to sales ratio is a little bit less than 10. So it, it doesn't seem like the company is too crazily overvalued right now, even with this crazy pull up. Before we go on to the second company um, and and before I give my final thoughts, I, I also wanted to take a look at their most recent quarter four results. And this was for March of 2021. First thing we're seeing is consecutive growth in members. That's something you want to see, especially in a platform like this. And then a continuous growth in products as well. Like we saw this year was not positive for them in adjusted EBITDA. But if we take a look at the past two quarters, it was the first two quarters this company is finally profitable there. So that's really great news. I definitely believe 2021 will be a profitable for them when we take a look at adjusted EBITDA. They also gave us guidance for quarter one of 2021, and they believe 120% year over year growth um, on the low side and 126% year over year growth on the high side. They're also expected to be somewhat profitable on the high side, but but they might end up negative in adjusted EBITDA. I would hope that they have come up with another quarter of adjusted EBITDA profitability. All right, so now my thoughts on SoFi. So SoFi looks pretty interesting for sure. I'm really liking the market they're hitting, especially how they have all those products that us as a consumer um, use on a daily basis, right? And to have it all in one place, I think that's a very, very strong market for them. We're seeing huge growth in their members. We're also seeing huge growth on their revenue. They finally have two consecutive quarters of positive adjusted EBITDA. Obviously, after this deal, they're going to have a very strong balance sheet. So I I wouldn't be too worried about the company going down under anytime soon, even though they're not gap profitable at the moment. So to me, the main risk this company is going to be it's going to be huge volatility, right? It's going to those price movements are going to be pretty high and they're going to drop either pretty low in time from time. But as a long-term investor, I wouldn't mind holding SoFi as a fintech company. At the moment, though, I do not hold the company, and I'm not sure if I have any intentions on going into it. But I am very, very bullish in the overall digital wallet and the overall fintech market. All right, so the second company we are going to take a look at is Paysafe. And first, let's try to look at the products they have. So the first thing they have is eCash. And this is for their certain people that don't like paying online with their credit cards, don't like putting bank accounts, and which makes sense, right? So instead, you can kind of buy this form of code or like a gift card, for example, with Paysafe, and now you can use that for your transactions online. The second product they have are digital wallets. Then they also have, let's say you have some form of application, you're developing some form of platform, 
You can also be a developer with their APIs and create some form of custom model that fits your platform, that fits your payment needs. Next, let's say you're just owning a form of e-commerce store. You need some form of payment solutions. Paysafe is there for you. And we're going to see Paysafe has some crazy, crazy customers behind them. And I think that's what most investors are excited. I didn't mention it earlier, but Paysafe is one of the leaders in this market right now. So Paysafe was also a SPAC merger, but unlike IP unlike SoFi right now, the merger has been completed and now it is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker PSFE. It is currently sitting at about $14.29. So it is up about 40% from its nominal value of what was given for the merger. Not too bad. It's not too crazy, right? It is up big today, um, but we can see this stock is down about 25% from its all time highs. So like I mentioned, Paysafe is a big player in the game. They are the number one iGaming eCash network right now. We're going to take a closer look at some of their customers in a bit. They are the number two global stored value digital wallet, and they are the number four independent merger acquirer in the United States. If we take a closer look at their customers, they're hitting major, major markets right now. They have iGaming, right? They have big customers like Golden Nugget, Caesars, DraftKings, Bet365. If we take a look at Travel Entertainment, they have Norwegian as one of their customers. If we take on digital goods, this is the one I'm super happy to see, right? I'm, I'm super bullish in this market. They have PlayStation, Xbox, Roblox. They even have Bumble, Fortnite, Twitch, EA, Riot Games, Facebook, Google, and Spotify. In the fintech market, they have um, they have eToro, they have RSA. I don't know any other ones from there. But if we take a look at integrated payments, they also have some big companies in this market as well. Now that we know what customers and what markets they're hitting, let's see that revenue breakdown. At the moment, 36% of the revenue comes from iGaming. So that's a really good one. And I'm super excited, right? We, we're seeing the overall evolution of e-payments on these games more people the amount of money being made by these gaming companies is now through online transactions not the actual game itself the other 39 percent comes from emerging verticals and finally the final 25 comes from small businesses and all other next they are profitable in adjusted beta right now and have been for at least the past three years they're also positive in free cash flow which is really really great in my opinion now i wanted to take a look at expected revenue growth rate between 2020 to 2023 this company is expected to grow its revenue at about 10 percent on average we can see this is definitely even though they're obviously hitting different markets just in the state the businesses are in is a little bit different from sofi this one is growing at a moderate rate i, I want to say this is modest 10 percent compounded annual growth rate is still something to be to be very very proud of but it's not those crazy values we saw with sofi the sec the final thing i wanted to take a look at is i mentioned right they are profitable in adjusted beta margins and they are expected to grow those margins at great at stronger levels i believe the company was expected to go public at nine billion dollars um with the ten dollar pro forma so it that's uh right now the stock is up about 40 percent from that this gives the company a value of about 12.87 and looking at the revenue of 2023 that's about 1.8 billion dollars so if we divide this by 1.8 this actually gives a price to sales ratio about 7.15 and i'm actually i am liking the the valuation this company has 
So PaySafe, I, I want to say I enjoy this one a little bit more because of that gaming portion that this company brings, right? It's the number one leader there and it has great customers. It has some from Microsoft. We saw Spotify. We saw Roblox, right? If those companies continue to do well, Fortnite, if those companies continue to do well, we know this one is going to get money paid as well. The one thing I feel like many investors might not be excited about is it's a slow grower, right? It's not one that I would expect crazy, crazy results in, in, in the future. And we can solve, we saw that based on the expectations. If I was to choose one over the other, I don't think I, I, I think I might choose PaySafe, but if I wanted some more growth in, in my portfolio, I wouldn't mind SoFi as well. Both of them were great companies. I do believe both of them could do great in the next in the next few years. I do want to increase my overall exposure in the fintech market. And one of these, or maybe both of them could enter that portfolio. So take care, guys. Have a good night.